ERP systems can host a lot of different value streams or business processes that are going to be cross-functional in nature. Some of these processes may utilize multiple systems. Some might be native to your ERP, depending upon the industry. So that's what we are going to discuss in this video. So let's dive in. Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now, here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hello, everyone. My name is Sam Gupta. I am principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm. We help our clients with the digital transformation strategy, change management, ERP selection, as well as ERP implementation. On that note, let's go back to this topic, which is going to be a top 10 core cross-functional ERP business processes. So when you look at core versus non-core, for the most part, our perspective is going to be the core are the ones that need to reside inside your ERP system. Some processes might be okay to keep outside. These are the foundational process that you have to have inside your ERP system, but depending upon the industry, it might vary as well. So now let's look at the list. Number one on our list is order to cash. This is supposed to be the most foundational process of your ERP. So the goal of order to cash process is going to be, regardless of the industry that you might be in, for the most part, some industries are going to accept the order. Some industries may not have the order, but they are going to have some sort of order-like workflow that you need to accept. So order to cash, meaning you are going to accept the order. And after that, you are going to go through the whole fulfillment life cycle. And then finally, you have to collect the cash. So your sales team is going to be involved, your operations fulfillment team is going to be involved. Sometimes it could be production as well that would be involved in this, depending upon how you are manufacturing the goods. And finally, you have the finance involved. Now, in some industries, when you look at this process, let's say if you look at universities or not-for-profit, and they might claim that, you know what, I don't really have an order, but they might have a project. Even for a project, sometimes you might have an order depending upon how that order is structured, whether you are going to require some sort of shipment that you are sending from your facility or not. So again, depending upon the industry, the scope of the process might vary, but again, order to cash is going to be the most foundational process inside your ERP system. In the order to cash process, sometimes some companies or the industries, when they look at this, they might use a CRM plus your ERP. CRM is going to keep anything from the marketing and sales perspective. They might send the workflow to your ERP as soon as the order is going to be captured. And after that, ERP is going to take over on the process. You might have other systems involved, for example, WMS or TMS or MES or quality management. So all of these systems might be involved and they might do a little handshake in this whole process. And when you have that, then you need to define the clear boundaries for each of the system to be able to understand, okay, how the whole process is going to be mapped across your system boundaries, but this is the most foundational process and that's why it is number one on our list. 
next process we have on our list is procure to pay and procure to pay is the p2p process which is also very foundational for the most part your procurement team is going to be involved in this this is going to start as soon as you are going to capture some sort of purchase order and that purchase order is going to have its own sort of life cycle that it's going to go through whether you are receiving the inventory whether you are cutting the purchase order you are sending the payment to the vendor all of those workflows are going to be part of this particular process now each industry may have very different version of procure to pay depending upon how they procure the goods and materials or services all of those could be equally relevant for this process some companies may have additional steps for example they might go through rfi rfq process that could be slightly more bloated overall from the procurement perspective the departments that are going to be involved are going to be for the most part your your procurement obviously and then operations inventory materials uh, as well as finance uh, they are going to be involved in terms of the system boundaries you might have many different systems that might do the handshake in this process which is obviously number 1 is going to be your erp number 2 could be your p2p system if you have p2p system in the architecture you could have several other systems for example let's say if your procurement processes in your r&d phase is going to be very different Uh, when you are simply doing the sampling as part of your R&D workflow, sometimes some of these processes might reside inside your PLM system. But when you are going to cut the PO, that finance uh, piece, uh, financial piece of procure to pay is going to come back to your either uh, P2P or your ERP system. Uh, sometimes there could be WMS involved in the process if you're receiving the goods. So all of these systems need to be analyzed uh, and design the boundary to be able to make sure that. Uh, you know you are you have the end to end perspective of the procure to pay process this is going to be uh, the other foundational process for your erp system and that's why it is number 2 on our list number 3 on our list is plan to produce or plan to inventory and this is going to be relevant in industries where they plan uh, to produce meaning they do some sort of inventory planning meaning this is going to be some sort of um, you know mix to stock uh, verticals whether you are talking about retail distribution uh, or manufacturing so uh, you are basically planning to produce and planning to inventory which means you are storing inside the inventory now overall when you look at this this does not may have a little bit of overlap with your order to cash process procure to pay process but this is slightly different because this does not touch your customer centric workflows here you are producing these goods to be able to store this inside your inventory so later on your sales team is going to sell and then the order to cash process is going to be afterwards uh, so this is sort of the subset of the process where you are simply planning to produce uh now there might be multiple uh, departments involved for the most part your supply chain snop they are going to be involved with this you are going to have operations you are probably going to have finance from the budgeting perspective that is going to be involved with this as well the systems that are going to be critical for this particular process is going to be your snop plus your erp system they are probably the most common that are going to be touching the process and depending upon the boundary you need to design the process across these system boundaries to get to make sure that plan to produce process is going to work for you but this is also very foundational process inside your erp system and that's why it is number 3 the record to report process it's relevant for 
finance department. And this is going to be when you are going to recording a transaction and you are expecting some sort of a report. So for the most part, this is going to be relevant for your non-operational transactions because the assumption with the other transactions is that that those transactions are going to be recorded automatically as soon as you are going to process your transactions such as your sales order, uh, purchase order, etc. So this is really for the non-operational uh, transactions. And uh, for the most part, ERP might host or FPNA might host depending upon how your systems are set up. Uh, if you are doing the consolidation financial reporting inside your FPNA CPM system, then you might want to record, but you are still going to be recording inside your ERP system because that has to be part of your general ledger unless you just don't keep your general ledger inside your ERP system, which might be tricky uh, architecture, but some companies might choose to do that as well. So the record to report process is really that, that lives inside your finance department. Other departments might not with this uh, but for the most part record to report is definitely a core process for your ERP and that's why it ranks at number four on our list. Now number five is source to pay process and source to pay process is going to be a step before your procure to pay process and this is going to be the whole sourcing strategy in terms of how you are going to source the vendors, uh, what is going to be uh, the recruitment strategy, what is going to be onboarding strategy, what is going to be qualification strategy. So all of that falls under your source to pay process. Now source to pay process could be very involved depending upon the industry. In some industries it could be very involved depending upon how involved your procurement process is going to be. If you are going to have high dollar purchases, typically that is going to have very long uh, sales cycle as well as purchase cycle. So in that, you may have very different process than some of the commoditized items. For the sort to pay process, some companies may want to keep this inside ERP system um, just to simplify the architecture, but there are companies who would rather have this in the external system because the, the workflow is very different overall in the way it works. And there are sourcing systems that are designed for that workflow. They are going to have network. They are going to have the sourcing strategies. They are going to have, it's almost very similar to your marketing automation you know, scenario. The processes are going to be very similar or the recruitment systems, ATS systems, uh, it's going to be very similar to that as well. And that's why it's very, very, very different from the ERP perspective. It does not have as much integration uh, overall with the ERP. So some companies might, to, might choose to do this externally and once you are ready to cut the PO, you might come back to your ERP or P2P. So that's why source to pay is important for some companies. It might not be as critical for others. So that's number five. Number six on our list is idea to offering. And idea to offering is the whole product management process. So here you have some sort of idea and you are working through that iterative process. Um, and sometimes uh, the engineering may be involved, the quality may be involved, the sampling may be involved with that whole idea process. And then finally, you are going to define your product structure if the offering is going to be finalized. So this is all part of that R&D workflow. Some companies might to keep might want to keep this process inside their PLM, uh, PDM system, but there are companies 
that if they have just one system, then they will keep it inside their ERP system, depending upon how involved your uh, idea to offering processes would be, you know, that would dictate where companies would keep this. Overall, in terms of how many different departments are going to be involved, the engineering for the most part, it's going to be your probably marketing as well, just because they might do a lot of things from the campaign perspective. They might have a say in terms of the messaging, packaging, etc. So they are going to be involved. The finance may be involved uh, because of the budget. So that's number six. Number seven on our list is the count to reconcile process. And this is going to be the whole cycle counting, physical counting process where you are keeping track of your inventory. Sometimes this uh, process might reside inside your WMS system. Uh, and the only thing WMS is going to send is the final count. Uh, but the actual reconciliation is happening inside your WMS system. But the other companies that might, they might want to keep this inside your ERP system, even if WMS system is used only for reading of the barcodes, um, they might send um, the, the actual reconciliation may happen inside the ERP system. So again, depending upon the architecture, some companies may want to keep inside ERP, some companies may want to keep inside WMS system, but this is definitely a critical process uh, for your ERP system. So that's number seven. The forecast to monitor process. So this is going to be, you create some sort of forecast from the KPIs perspective, um, you know, in terms of what you want to produce or sell. So you are creating forecasts for that. And then you may want to monitor over the time how compliant you are uh, with that budget or sales or production that you might be planning. So overall, from the department perspective, this is going to be your finance, uh, sales, sales and operations that is going to be involved uh, with this particular process, depending upon how many areas that you are forecasting. From the system interaction perspective, they might do this inside your SNOP, uh, fp system, or maybe ERP system. But some pieces of it are definitely going to reside inside your ERP system, and that's why it is at number eight on this list. Number nine is the inspect to comply process. And this is going to be your quality management process where you are inspecting to be able to comply, to be able to report to your quality regulatory organizations, you know, whatever data that you are going to be needing to be able to report. So the entire process, it might reside inside ERP or there might be some other systems that might be involved for example, QMS, uh, PLM may be another system that might be involved just because it might keep some of the quality processes inside that. Then you are going to have the real QMS, QMS system uh, that might be involved. So again, depending upon the architecture, multiple systems may be involved, uh, you know, with the handshake, with the interaction. And from the department perspective, you are going to have quality department for the most part, the production. Uh, you might have the materials department uh, that might be involved in that. Um, the finance may not have as much involvement in this particular process, depending upon how interwoven finance is in this particular process. If you're going to get any sort of penalties because of non-compliance, then obviously finance is going to be involved. So that's number nine. Number 10 on our list is cradle to grave or acquire to retire. And this is your asset management uh, process where you are going to acquire an asset and then you are following the entire life cycle. 
Now, if you don't have as many physical assets that you need to maintain, um, you need to track the financial life cycle of those assets you don't have to report, then you might keep this inside your ERP system. But let's say if you have a lot of assets and your processes are uh, very involved in the asset maintenance management area, then you might keep some of these processes, let's say inside your MES system, or you might have a specialized EM, EAM system, which might keep some of these processes as well, at least the portion of that. But for the most part, this is going to be one of the processes uh, that is going to be kept inside your ERP system because of the financials uh, involved, uh, you know, with the maintenance, uh, you are going to have resourcing that it going, going to touch the finance. Uh, and then you have the financial life cycle of the asset as well that need to be tracked inside ERP system. So the portion of it is definitely going to be kept inside your ERP system. And that's why it's a critical process uh, for your ERP and that's number 10. If you enjoyed this video, we are going to include the link of an article that is going to have much deeper analysis. So you might want to check that. Uh, we publish these videos on a weekly basis. So if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you might want to do that. This podcast is also available in uh, the audio form on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Uh, so you might want to check there and subscribe. If you have not checked our digital transformation report for 2023, we are going to include the links. So check that out. On that note, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.